deep breath. Wow, amazing. Can you just take me to the beach right now? Because it's Absolutely. really where I need to be. <laughs> Good Absolutely. morning, my friend. How are you this morning? I'm it's doing sunny, so sunny. well. It's April. Such a beautiful day. <laughs> Do you, do you feel? Can you tell I'm grasping for beautiful things to grab onto? I realize that sometimes in life you have to reach for that highest thought. So the sun is shining. That's my highest thought for the moment. Uh, it's been a beast for me. So how are you first? <laughs> well, I mean, I am doing great, and I'd like to welcome all the wonderful listeners to the Best Life Cafe. Uh, thank you all for downloading last week's show of Apparently, we had an overwhelming response, so that was amazing. I'm doing really good. Um, you know, I'd say the only bad thing that happened in my life recently was my little dog chewed up my leather seats in my car, and now my heated leather seats don't work. <laughs> oh, the, so the, puppy so- the puppy saga continues. I love it. Oh, my God. Well, I, I know why puppies I are so to- cute, because they would be murdered if they weren't so cute. Fair. I wanted to tell you that I uh, was listening to Zen and Z, which is Tim's new YouTube channel, if you haven't heard that yet. And I have to tell you that it was so, like, it was, I had a moment where I was like, I can't climb out of this anxiety moment right now, and I didn't know what to do. And I, your YouTube channel came into my mind, and I said, it's time to tune out. And so I went over and I put on the Zen and Z's. I actually listened to the rain. It was the black screen one. So I just didn't want it. And I was all, Oh, oh, maybe it was glamping. Like it was really a cool one. And uh, I was just like laying there saying, if all of us had 10 minutes of this time a day, it would de it would regulate our nervous system you know, because it, it is sound, you know, that there's a lot of different factors that regulate us, but, but sound is really a big component, sound and breath. And so I just wanted to shout out to you because it, your, your channel is really growing. I've noticed your numbers, I've, your subscribers. I'm just like, he's on to something. People need this. So I just wanted to I mean, I am so excited and I'm so thankful that you're using it. Like I... So, uh, you know, usually during a full moon cycle, I don't sleep. Like, and the first Same. indication that it's a full moon is, like, I can't sleep. So I'm mm-hmm. not able to sleep. And then I'm like, I bet you it's a full moon. I, sure enough, it's a full moon. And uh, so I put it on last night, and it was great. Um, the full so, moon is um, there's a I have something about the full moon I wanted to read. Where did I put that? Oh, that was the Mercury. Like there's all kinds of things going on planetary right now. One is the full moon, but there's also like Mar- Mercury is in Taurus, and then that brings you know all these different things, and a lot of it is this coming season and this uh, particularly April fifth full moon is about expression and it is about, you know, speaking your truth and it is about closing old wounds and it is about doing that so that you can prepare yourself to move forward. And I had a week where I really realized that even though I thought I was practicing healthy boundaries in a lot of areas of my life, I wasn't. And I realized like what the difference is between unhealthy and healthy boundaries in any relationship. And 
So I was like, okay, I need to see this in black and white. I'm a visual, you know, like I'm a, uh, I, I learn this way. And um, one of the things it says, you take on other others' problems as your own. You try to fix others' problems where the healthy boundary would be. You know when the problem is yours and when it belongs to someone else, just as an example. And how we act in those moments, or, or for me, is that when somebody asks me to fix it, I take it upon myself that I should fix it for them. And I've been having trouble differentiating when to walk away from that situation or when to stay in and give advice or do some action step to help them. And had me by, I want to say by, this was on Friday it started, I was kind of shell-shocked by the fact that I did not know how to say no and keep a healthy boundary. Um, a lot of heartstrings. Well, pulled. I mean, yeah. I think that one of your resolutions that we talked about at the very beginning of the year was setting Hello. boundaries <laughs> and stuff like that. I want you to know that let's let's just use this as an analogy. A skater that's learning how to skate to pull off one trick has to learn to do that trick. Like he has to do it like a hundred times, and he might yeah. break his arm, yeah. break his ankle, break his wrist, but then he finally lands it. And I think that that is a very powerful uh, analogy because it it takes us time to learn how to set boundaries, especially when we haven't had boundaries in our life. You know, I'm not perfect at it. Like a lot of times I over will overextend myself to the benefit of someone else, which is I'm okay with that, though. Like I feel like. I want to give that kind of love and and service to the world because I want that for myself. And so I give what I want and then in hopes that it comes back. But, you know, I guess don't hold your breath. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, one of the other things that it said was you feel responsible for others' happiness and fulfillment or um, there was another one. Oh, you tend to absorb the feelings of others. And as an empath, you're an empath, I'm an empath, uh, I do absorb the energy of others. And sometimes now, because I'm more aware of other people's energy and what it does to me, because I'm more in touch with how my body reacts to certain people, I uh, sometimes I can't be around that energy. And then I find myself in a situation where, like, how do I get out away from this situation, person, thing? Uh, so it's really like, and then the other thing was like, you, you feel like asking for help is a sign of weakness, so you avoid it instead of saying you're able to ask for help when you need it. And I know that I am not a person that asks for help. I will suffer in silence as long as I can. And Join the club. Yeah, right. So when you look at that and you think, well, a healthy boundary is when you're able to ask for help when you need it, why don't we? Why don't we, why don't, why aren't we more humbled enough to say, hey, I need you today? Is it, is it ego or is it shame? Is it, what, what is it particularly for you that causes you not to reach out? Like, I feel like for me, I, I always think like, I've got this, I can get through this. And, you know, like, I, I do, I always do. But sometimes maybe it would be easier if we reached out. I mean, like, obviously, you have a network of friends. You can always call me. I have a great network of friends. But I don't always reach out. Maybe it's because I really enjoy doing things by myself where I'm like, oh, you you know what I mean? Like, 
I feel like much of my life, I've in my recent years, I'm by myself. I'm at my art studio. I'm by myself. I'm making videos. I'm by myself. Like the only time I'm mm-hmm. not is when I'm like I go to a friend's house or go out to dinner with friends and stuff like that. But um, I I have got to the place, especially in our chaotic and hectic world, where I really enjoy being by myself because there is so much going on and it's so chaotic and I, I can't even deal with half the conversations that happen in the world anymore. <laughs> you do you know what I mean? I, I do. And I think that uh, as I listen to you, I think I have, yes, this support group, but I also have so many branches off of me with children, grandchildren, family members, significant others, their significant other, all those dynamics. And I am sometimes considered the glue that keeps all this ship running. And so I was, I've just been overwhelmed because of also the, the work that I do this time of year. This time of year, I always kind of crash and burn right around the first week of April because I, you know, in traditionally I would have had one more week and 90 things to do which it's not like that. And I was thinking this morning, oh, my God, what if it was? Like, I don't know if emotionally and my nervous system could handle all the different people who need me at the same time. And then I had to look at why do I do that? Why do I put myself in positions where all these people need me, yet I'm acting like, oh, I can't set a boundary around it. And so it was a real dichotomy for me this last week where I really had to look at, you know, the questions. Where do you want to be? What do you want to do? Is this what you want? Really what you want? And why? And, and if I've been spinning my wheels for three years doing the same thing over and over, wishing for something better, what is that one little catalyst thing that's going to make me change? And what came to my mind was change one thing. Because if you change one thing, ultimately the domino effect, it could be where you live. It could be your car. It, oh, yeah, my car got crashed yesterday. It wasn't my fault, but long story short, all these little things oh. that add up. Yeah, I can't even. Anybody who just heard that that knows me is like, stop. She did not crash another car. It was a gate, a swinging gate on a farm, and it just the wind just blew it into the side of my car, and yeah. So that happened. Uh, and and so, so I just was like, why am I attracting this into my life too? You know, because I'm doing it. I'm, I chose this line of work. I have this extended branches outside needing my help. I, so I'm, I'm struggling with that, knowing that what I want is this, 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 and having that, 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 and spinning my wheels about that. So one change, I don't know what that change is going to be. I'm waiting till April. 15th next week to get over with what's on my desk now. And then I'm going to start making some small, subtle, and I say subtle because they I have th- to be enough where it's like, that's a change, you know, change it. I, think I might change my I, phone number. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's that a pretty dramatic be, change. And that is a big but that's change. a good change too. Right. I think that knowing you, I definitely feel as if your line of work is very stressful. There's lots of loopholes and ins and outs and like new things that are constantly popping up. And I know that your heart is, you want to be an author, you want to be a podcaster, you want to write books, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to set, make these programs. And, you know, obviously 
it takes time, energy, effort, money to do some of these things. Money. And you, you know, like obviously you have your line of work that you're doing right now that causes you a lot of stress. And I think that a lot of times in our reality, like we are forcefully put in these positions of struggle or like pain to make us (laughs) make that change. And so, you know, like you're going through like possibly this cathartic means of perfect alignment with new self. That new Kathy. And that's a very exciting thing, you know? Like, we have to, like, diamonds make pressure. Or pressure makes diamonds, right? So you have to be under a little bit of pressure in order to, like, flip the switch, make the change. And I think that this is just the icing on the cake. You've known for a long time what it is that Kathy needs and wants and desires. And I think that this is just the catalyst to get you in that creative space to actually pull the trigger. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> All right. I, uh, send me a bill. I feel like that was a lot of really good advice. Uh, no, yeah, I, yeah. I think that that think it is that critical choice point and that I really need to spend a few days at the end of next week, uh, trying to figure out what those critical choice points are on how I can make significant changes so that what is happening and what, what wheels have been spinning in my life now are no longer spinning in that direction. And what does that look like? So I would just invite us to kind of just look at what is that one small change that I can make that is a final change. Like it's got to be something where you're like, I'm not doing this anymore, or I'm not living here anymore. I'm starting this right now, or I'm investing in this, or whatever it is. So stay tuned on that. But uh, yeah. there, there is um, the other thing about unhealthy boundaries, which just stabbed me in the heart, was it says, your identity consists of what you think others want you to be. You are a chameleon. Now, I don't usually identify with what others want me to be, but I know that sometimes people might see me in a different light than I see myself, but I am a chameleon. You can put me anywhere, and I am here. You are. Yeah, you are too. Like, here we go. I am here. Everybody wants to talk to me. Oh, you're a golfer? I'm a golfer. You're a basketball star, a basketball fan? I'm a basketball fan. And it's not fake. It's natural. My my uh, energetic vibe is to blend with, with all different types of people. And I think a lot of us have that skill or that desire. But when I read it, I was like, uh, the opposite was you have a strong sense of identity and you respect yourself. And so then it was like, so is, if I'm being a chameleon, am I being true to myself? Or I, am I just, bl-? there was so much there for me. I was like, I, I don't even know if I can look at that now. But it did give me pause right. when I read that one line, you know, like what, why do I blend? Why do I not have my own identity? Or am I just not secure enough in my own identity? You know, like, and, and to feel in that place is uncomfortable. So the, like you said, the uncomfortability is the only way I'm going to get out, out of what I really truly want this year. A hundred percent. You know, when I was working at the city of Ukiah, like it was a really great job, made good money. And having that uh, secure paycheck was really nice. But 
I knew deep down inside that every day I went there, I was, I literally felt like a little piece of me was dying and that I had to do something different. And I remember, you know, I've told this story many mm-hmm. times on the show that I just knew that if I didn't do something the next day after I made the decision to do it, that I would never do it. And I would just sit there in my pity and sorrow mm-hmm. and, and my total lack of enthusiasm and uh, lack of creativity and just melt into zeroness, nothing. And my spirit was like, no. And it was so tough. It was such a challenge. Like I remember getting in my car and crying like, what the fuck am I going to do now? Like you just quit this job with health benefits and $60,000 a year. Like, what are you doing? Why would you do something like that? Right now I'm definitely kicking myself in the ass. It's been like four years and uh, it's been raining. so I haven't been able to work outside, but I'm still living my dream and I'm going to fulfill my soul in ways that I never thought were possible because I was, you know, focused on this one little thing. And now my vision is so much bigger and so much wilder. And my imagination is even more wild. I'm like, oh, well, God, if I could do this, I could do anything. And so it's like the sky's the limit. Putting the time in is is the other thing, though, right? Like you can have a great idea, but if you don't invest in that idea a little bit every day, Mm -hmm. 15 minutes here, an hour there, whatever the case may be, it will never get done. And so, you know, since it's been raining and I started that, that uh, YouTube channel, I've definitely been focused where it's like I have to get a video done first thing in the morning and then, then it'll press all day. And then when it's done pressing, I can upload it and that takes three days. So it's like, okay, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. Well, and I'm excited. So, so, so that your story just flashed me back to a memory of, gosh, a long time ago, but I was working in a restaurant with two other women that are still my friends today. I mean, this is my kids were little. I was a waitress at night and I had been there two years and that was my main source of income because I got really good tips. And I was vacuuming the floor at 1130 on a Saturday night and the owner of the business came up and yelled at me for something that happened in the kitchen or whatever. And I put the vacuum up. I turned it off. I rolled up. And I can see this around. I rolled up the cord. And I turned around to him and I said, I quit. And I walked out the door. And I had a property payment, real estate taxes due. And I woke up the next day and said, oh, my effing God, what did Ah. I just do? Like, Ah. I was so petrified of the future. But as the universe does, there are no mistakes. It led me to this other place where I worked for 10 years and got all the financial training that I could have possibly asked for, for the career that I have today. And so, and it was the inspiration for my book, that job, because of all the stuff that happened that I had looked at that was wrong in corporate America. And I was just like, Oh my God, like if I had not, but it was impulsive. It was not methodical because probably deep down, I knew this life isn't working. You know, as a single mom, I had three kids. I, oh, I had five kids at that time because we were living ranch and it was just chaotic. And 
but it happened. And so I guess looking back in retrospect, sometimes those spontaneous changes come, but they still also turn out to be the best path towards a different life. I don't want it to be that way this year. I want to have a decisive change because I think we get a chance now to kind of look at decisive changes versus those spontaneous moments where you're just like, I've had enough. And I've done that a couple of times in my life in relationships where I'm just like, I'm out. We're good. I'll never have to talk to you again and it will not bother me. (laughs) And so I I don't want that to be my truth either. I think that requires us learning from our past experience and really taking stock of where it is we're at and what it is we want, right? Because if we allow the situation to get to the boiling point where it's that knee-jerk reaction, instead of creation, instead of creating a way out of it or knowing that you can, you snap and break. And when you break, that's when lots of other things break too, possibly friendships, possibly like connections, bridges are burned, you know, like all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's better to be at that level place. And I know, I know it's, you know, easier said than done sometimes, but I think just, you know, give yourself a break. You're doing a lot, obviously. You know what I mean? Like you're doing great, Kathy. And maybe that's what everyone needs to hear. (laughs) This is not just about me though. This is like, like, yeah, like it's about me today, but the, in the, at the end of the day, like it, all of us have a little bit of this in, in, in us. And one of the other 100%. ones that really struck me was it says you compromise your values and beliefs in order to please others or avoid conflict. And I would say that is that stoic, suck it up mentality where you're just like, I'm just going to do it. I don't need that conversation. Just get it off the plate. Where the other side of it, a healthy boundary would be you don't compromise your values or integrity to avoid rejection or adversity. So you actually just say, no, doesn't work for me. And so I feel like it's this is not something that comes easily to people. Where I used to think a year or two ago, it's like, I know how to set boundaries. Oh, I've set a boundary. Oh, I've set a boundary. Oh, I tell other people, set boundaries. <laughs> Where last night somebody said to me, dude, listen to your own lectures. What the F is wrong with you? Like, shout out to one of my friends who was like calling me out on the table because I was so pity party Kathy. And she's like, whoa, like, can I just back you up to the advice you gave me three weeks ago? And she kind of set yeah. me back and I was like, Right. Like, listen to your own lectures, Kathy. You can tell people what to do, but you're not practicing it. And this is very, for me, honestly, sharing this on the show today is a little bit vulnerable because I do come across as a confident, you know, kind of person. And deep down in the last couple of days, I've struggled. Like, you could see it emotionally. I, I'm sucking it up. But I'm like, wow, is this the life? Is this the life? And we have so much energetic combustion outside of our control right now in our government and all the things that are happening that it's it's a little bit like you have to just push that completely out of your mind because 100 percent that so that's also a little bit of a filter for not you know i'm going to try to start filtering some of the news and some of the stuff that could affect us globally and, and internationally and and as americans so there's a lot so anyways thank you for the You know, I think that this is the important thing about the show is that we show up with our truth 
And whatever that truth may be, you know, in order to live yeah. your best life, you really have to be able to take a take a look, see how you're feeling, and and express that feeling. And so, uh, you know, thank you for sharing. And I think that you're not alone out there. You know, I've definitely been in a place where I'm just confused with how the money is going to work out. You know what I mean? Like, and as soon as the sun comes out for like a couple of weeks, it's going to work. But until that time, I'm really like, man, art's not selling. This ain't working. I'm like, okay, YouTube channel, let's go. Oh, my God. Like, it's going to rain for four days next week. And I was just like starting, I think, Wednesday or tomorrow. I don't even know when. And I'm like, I I don't know how much more I can take of the weather. And that's another thing. I'm not sure Northern California is my jam anymore. Like I really, you know, and I know people, somebody called me the other day, she's like, did you move to LA? I'm like, no, I just go there as often as I can because the climate and the people and my vibe feels natural there. Like when I'm there, I feel like Kathy and LL. When I'm here, I feel like I'm always struggling to be all these different things for all these different people. And so that's why I go to LA that because I'm on a beach free. Speaking of yeah, well, that makes sense too, right? Because when, when we're somewhere, when we're somewhere else by ourselves or with family or whatever, you get to be your most authentic version of yourself. Yeah. And you live in a small town, you know. Yeah. Sometimes people put on personas and masks in order to accommodate the individuals that they're around. And I know, you know, like for me, I'm always helping lots of people, giving paintings to people, like doing whatever I can to to do the thing. And if I were to move, which by the way, has definitely crossed my mind a lot recently. I think that it would, you know, free me up to find a lot of the things that I feel like my soul is missing, which is, you know, uh, newness, something that like inspires me. It's, it's kind of a challenge to be find inspiration when it's raining every day. I'm kidding. I'm just like... We're happy here to teach you how to live your best life, feel great, and, and find motivation, and we're like, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm, I love I'm it. So, I am so elated for life. Like, honestly, as you know, I know that we might be doing a little bitch sesh, whatever, but... Yeah. I'm so grateful to be alive. I mean, I hope life is so all beautiful. Really much better. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm grateful for all the that. listeners and everything that's happened. You know, like if it if it wasn't for what you're going through, the show wouldn't be as good as it is. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are, one of the things that came to mind. I know we got to close soon, but what, one of the things that came to my mind was that, like that the age old question when someone says, "How are you?" Right? How are you doing, Sam? And you're like, great, good, awesome, lovely. And I think today I'm just going to practice telling the truth when anyone asks me, like, just one small thing. How are you? Really fucking shitty. Okay? Like, I am not well. And just see the response for people and just be like, they're like, whoa, okay. Like, uh, yeah, hey, don't need anything. Thank you. Bye. And I just yeah. think that's funny. But, but, but seriously, I think it's about honoring what's true for you in the day, I guess, is what I'm trying to say with that and just being okay with it. Totally. And that is the first step to recognizing, you know, it's like you don't compromise, like I said, your values or integrity. 
and you are valuing your own opinions and your own feelings as much as you're valuing other people's opinions and other people's feelings. And so pulling some of that in just for today, I just need to just like focus on listening to when I'm setting a boundary or need to set a boundary or when I'm allowing myself to sort of be railroaded or walked on or whatever. So anyway, all that, thank you guys so much for listening again. I appreciate the downloads. Please review, follow, share. We love it. And, oh, I just had one more thing. You have an art show Friday night? I do have an art show at Mama's Medicinals on Friday night. By the way. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I don't know the address. Do you know the address? It's on State Street. okay. Anyways. Mama's Medicinals yeah. is amazing. Uh, love Emily and everything she does. Her products are fire. Uh, I got my dad, dad on some CBD salves for his hip, and he yeah. loves it, like just going through that stuff like it's candy. And, uh, <laughs> <Same>. so, <laughs> CBD uh, it's going to be a great show. My, yeah, me and my there. boy Nate Valensky will be there, and I'm super looking forward to it, uh, to be out um, and hopefully it's a nice, beautiful day. And if not, just come by anyway. I'd love to so see you all. First, it's the art walk of Ukiah, the first Friday. And so, yes, let's get out there and do something. I will see you there. And mwah. great. Thank you so much, babe. Much love, everyone. Thank you for listening. Bye.